playing video games and like hearing about them, then this podcast is for you. Recorded for students, by students, episode 8, in the game zone. Recorded in a supply office, which is uncomfortable. Yes, this podcast is about gaming, more specifically small gaming companies or indie games and the science behind why video games are addicting and how they affect middle schoolers. Although it might seem like they are just fun games, they can actually be very addicting, and although that isn't necessarily bad if you are super addicted, it can cause problems like rarely depression and sometimes but extremely rare suicidal thoughts, if any. However, games aren't always addicting. Some are meant to be pl- played in short bursts, like God Games, etc., Supercell Games, Goddess, and Farmville. Those games are addicting in a different way. They're meant to be added to your morning agenda, along with Facebook and other social media. They're also games made to be addictive, like puzzle games and infinite runners, like Candy Crush, Temple Run, and Flow. You can spend hours on these without even realizing that you waited a large amount of your small life on beating that one high score. Then there are shooter games, and the sometimes bloody fighting games. Games like Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, and Tekken. These are games that are super bloody and gory. Example, Mortal Kombat. The shooter games like Call of Duty, Overwatch, Battlefield, Halo, and Gears of War aren't always um, bloody, but stereotypically they are. Some, like Overwatch and Splatoon, aren't as violent. There are RPGs, also known as role-playing games, that split into JRPGs, a.k.a. turn-based RPGs, um, and games that don't really fit into a category we have listed, but they're in the category of their own. You didn't mention the classics like Chrono Trigger, Super Mario RPG, Final Fantasy, and thousands upon thousands of more classic games that have aged extremely well. RPGs allow you to become a character such as Link, Cloud, heck, even Mario gets a spotlight. Have you heard of the RPG formula? Many great fantasy games follow this formula closely. The formula is find a dungeon with a special theme. Find an item that you can only find in that dungeon. Beat a mini-boss. Find a mini-boss. Beat it. Find a boss. Use dungeon item to beat the boss and then gain a reward that is necessary to go on. Repeat over and over again until you get to the final boss. Beat it. Boom. You beat the game. Or boom, plot twist. The final boss is the final form, though the formula served as well, it sometimes gets a bit old. Another type of game is a collectathon. These games can be played with platforming elements with levels. Others are just one big game. In these games, your goal is to grab everything, from coins to rotten turnips. Collectathons aren't as common anymore, but back in the third gen, they were super popular. But now, we haven't really touched on collectathons in a long time. Some popular ones are Animal Crossing, Pikmin, Gex the Gecko, Jack and Dexter, Toy Story 2, or Spyro's Adventure. Platformers are games such as Mario, Sonic, Mega Man, Early Kid Icarus, and Kirby. They're where you jump from, well, platform to platform, and they allow the player to challenge themselves sometimes. If you're going to buy a game, be sure to know what the ratings are, because you might end up buying a game you're not allowed to play, so ask your parents. EC stands for uh, early childhood. E is for everyone. E10 and up, or E10 plus is E10 and up. T is for teen. If you're a parent or a child and want to play a teen-rated game, uh, you should know that T means teen. Some aren't bad. Be sure to check why they're rated, uh, like blood, gore, and sexual themes.
M stands for mature, which usually means that there is a lot of stuff you probably don't want your child playing. And A is that A is one that almost no one should play, and it stands for adults. I bet you can guess why a lot of people don't play them. There's a lot of ways you can play video games. You can play them on phones, computers, laptops, Nintendo consoles, PlayStation, Wii's, including Wii U's, Xboxes, Game Boys, Game and Watch, Game Cues, and also a lot of handheld devices that you think are lame now, but because they're similar to the toys you get at McDonald's, but they were a big thing when they came out. And the indie game segment of the day is... Don't Starve. Don't Starve was a 2013 open-world survival video game developed and published by the Canadian indie company Clay Entertainment. A multiplayer expansion called Don't Starve Together became free for users on June 3, 2015. Don't Starve was Clay Entertainment's first survival game, and although at the time of this podcast is four years old, it holds up beautifully as a well-put-together game that we can all enjoy for its amazing aesthetics and inspiring story today. Just remember, until next time, keep on gaming!